0: o namatinha mi sons velato bella ciao bella ciao bella ciao ciao namatinha mi sons velato
1: e mio altro of Trent Must top
0: Hey, you better be scared of me, motherfucker. <laughs> Abominable to your ass.
1: Gonna, what are you going to do? Make awful wine?
0: Hey, hey. Uh, I'm going to make awful beer instead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good business, bro. Eh?
0: You know what? It'll get you drunk, boy.
1: That's all I not right?
0: It's the, it's the most important part, for sure.
1: Exactly. Well, um we're not here to insult each other, um, although maybe a little bit, um, but we tried that already several episodes ago, and it didn't do very well. We were also very drunk on that episode. Um,
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) uh,
1: That's like literally one of the worst episodes I've ever done, Uh, but we'll get into that, because we are here uh, to have a very meta conversation about podcasting. Uh, Since, well, I mean, my listeners probably know this, but we started podcasting at around the same time, um, almost exactly the same time. And Trent was my very first guest, um, which to this day is still one of my very best episodes. Uh, So I thought it'd be funny or interesting um, to uh, have a talk about our experience with podcasting. Um, Now, I uh, have several topics lined up um, and the very first topic uh, is one where we get to throw some shade at our fellow podcasters. Oh yeah. What are some of your uh, pet peeves with, uh, with podcasting and with guests?
0: Uh... You mean like on my show or in general?
1: Um, let's do both. So I've, on your show specifically and then in general.
0: Uh, so I don't know if I have any pet peeves about my show mm-hmm. because I only bring on uh, the most premium guests. <laughs> so, uh, see, so yeah, I don't really have uh, issues with that. But I will say that I have a lot of pet peeves. Uh, with podcasts, listening. I listen to uh, too many podcasts, for sure. Uh, so, I don't know. I think probably my biggest pet peeve is when people say, I don't know anything about this, and then continue to give rock-solid like advice and shit.
1: Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's not fun. That's really
0: good. Like, like, I get being like, oh, I'm fucking stupid, so... <laughs>
1: like,
0: I, I get saying that and then like giving a take, like people who are like, "No, I don't know anything about this," and then talk about it. And when they're talking about it, it's very clear that they didn't know anything about it. Yeah, you no, know? it feels like a big chunk of waste of podcast to me.
1: Oh yeah. So, do you listen uh, like purely to, uh, let's say, libertarian podcasts, or like? liberty podcast or is there a lot of mix of other shit in there as well
0: uh so my favorite podcast style is the comedy podcast so that's that's where this happens the most which is probably why it drives me the craziest (laughs) uh because it's i mean they're my favorite ones like when i start to get busy and i have to start dropping podcasts you know i don't take that task lightly when i have to decide which ones i'm not going to have on the feed anymore uh to be honest with you the liberty ones are the first ones to go because to be perfectly honest with you uh it stresses me out a lot
1: i imagine um another thing
0: is much comedy yeah
1: uh, so my main pet peeves for my personal podcasts are punctuality and like reliability um with appointments um It's probably because I'm very close to the Germans, but it just yeah. pisses me off so much when I make an appointment with someone uh and they have to like reschedule the same day or uh it's or or well i mean that's happened to me several times uh that people just kind of either forgot about the episode or about the appointment uh or just like the day of well yeah you know i'm not prepared looking at you bird um and (laughs) well you know we should reschedule uh for some point which i'm like motherfucker we made a fucking appointment like i I made time for this in my life. have some fucking respect for my time, you fucking asshole
0: um dude i you're not gonna believe me because I know that I've done that to you before yes. but but i I'm like you in a lot that way a lot that way actually. I really have problems with people who are uh not reliable yeah but uh So uh, I'm talking to you, so I'm sure you understand why it would have slipped my mind.
1: (laughs) 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 Fuck you. (laughs) But
0: um, I was I was just busy. I was finishing up school, so I had a lot of bullshit going on. Yeah. Uh,
1: Well, the thing is, I don't even mind it that much. Like when people have to reschedule, like generally. Um. But like I did with you, because originally we were going to record this a few days earlier. Um. But in in the beginning of the week, I gave you a heads up. Like, hey, my schedule might change. So I I may have to let you know kind of last minute uh, that I have to reschedule this. Um, Like, in such a case, that's fine with me. I just want to be, like, if you have to reschedule at the last minute, and, like, you know that might be a possibility beforehand, um, just, like, hit me up and it's fine. But it just like when i hit you up like hey man are we still on today You're like ah no because well reasons yeah that pisses me off and yeah i mean i get it because people have their own lives and they do shit um and like appearing on my podcast as great as it is should not be your first priority um uh, yeah. like my podcast is... Hey, my
0: even... kid's having a baby, but I felt that I needed to come on your show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, my own podcast isn't even my own first priority. So, you know... That's I... obvious. Ah, uh, fuck you. <laughs> Actually, uh, I ordered a new mic. It should be coming in uh, by tomorrow. So...
0: Yeah. A uh, well, uh... Tell you uh, a mic won't make up for a lack of skill, buddy.
1: Well, shame can be said for your show, man. You know.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm not worried about getting a new mic.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, nothing is gonna fix something like a crackhead anyway.
0: Yeah, except for maybe uh, not being a crackhead.
1: Well, I mean, you feel it at that part already, didn't you?
0: yeah no I know i'm I'm saying i'm not I'm not gonna pretend to be what I'm not <laughs> I am so uh if you're not aware, I am so obviously addicted to crack cocaine, it's just my favorite shit you know <laughs> I shoot it up I shoot it up on my dickhead. it just man, no other experience like it
1: yeah, yeah, that sounds amazing to be honest but um so apart yo, from-
0: do you guys even have crack
1: it uh, well. It's produced here uh, quite often.
0: Yeah, but is it, like, is it like a thing that people, like if you see a crackhead, is it like, whoa, that's like a weird thing to see? Or are there like people around Where doing we crack?
1: Them? No. Um, we, we, there, I, I guess you
0: guys don't have the CIA working there like we do.
1: Partly, I think so. Yeah. Like we have a few heroin addicts here and there, uh, but I haven't seen any crack addicts
0: and they're fun people i'll tell you that
1: <laughs> yeah i uh i can't say i'm very excited to meet them
0: you want to have four conversations in 10 minutes okay to crack crackhead.
1: <laughs> why not oh jesus <laughs>
0: very efficient speakers
1: i imagine um but let's get back into the topic uh our pet peeve so we've got um, uh, uh punctuality uh and then the other thing which is significantly less of a bad beef. for me is every now and then you have a guest that just, they're just hard to talk to. You know what I mean? Like you really have to kind of drag every kind of answer and, and every kind of interaction out of them.
0: Yeah. I think some people are kind of like that, but like, also think that can come down to whether or not you have like chemistry with that guest. Yes, exactly. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just don't click with a guest like you thought you would.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that's a major part of it. Um, but as I said, it's not as bad because generally, uh, that's the kind of thing that's only hard like in the beginning of the podcast, uh, and then further on you do kind of develop like a, a chemistry or a dynamic. Uh, And it works a lot better.
0: Yeah, you always find something. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, So, from there, I want to jump into uh, best guests. Like, who's the best guest you have personally had on your show?
0: All right. So, I... (sighs) I mean... My biggest episodes have been uh, both of the episodes with uh, Friends Against Government, and of course, my boy Car Campit is uh, is leading the Bird episode. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but I also uh, two uh, two episodes ago from recording, mm-hmm. uh, I ekinkar episode uh, titled uh, Fecker and the Vard. <laughs> it's, it's some. Uh, apps for it so that's uh that's a cult research thing that i did so i did it a while ago i did it on the friends against government podcast uh the episode that went out was primarily just about like the founder and uh now the guy who put this together and some of the people around it and some of the basics about it was in that episode because it's silly but it's less confusing than the other shit that i found right uh so I brought on uh, Sean uh, from Sean versus ah, yeah. Planet.
1: Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah,
0: he has a few. So uh, him and I, I thought we had really good chemistry together. We both have uh, stand-up comedy backgrounds. Yeah. So uh, I think we have similar, like, sensibilities where we really like to just do, like, hear something and throw out a one-liner and build on that. Uh, it worked really really well with me presenting some very silly wild cult belief system stuff
1: <laughs> yeah
0: uh, and I thought he was like the perfect guest to have on to uh, through and make the silly bullshit you know punch it up a little bit more so that was episode 24
1: 24 Jesus Christ you're still ahead of me um, <laughs> but yeah I uh, I listened to that one and it was great uh that was a lot of fun to listen to.
0: Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. I'm hoping to do more like that
1: because of how well it went. I uh, I would be totally up for that. I think uh the two most favorite guests I've had and I mean I also run my podcast with uh with Quincy um are uh Bird and Paz. So especially recently like the last three shows us, well, the, not quite by the time this publishes because there will be another one. Um but the th- the series I did with Bird on the Dutch Revolt, French Revolution and American Revolution was really a lot of fun to do. Um
0: Yeah. I listened to those. Those those ones were good. Those uh I think you guys did a really good job.
1: Oh thanks. Uh I'm uh yeah, I don't want to brag here, but I'm getting a lot of uh good feedback on those three episodes I did with Bird, um, to an extent like that people just kind of spontaneously reach out to me, like, hey, holy shit, people actually listen to this. Um, so that's been uh, very, very positive to hear. Um, actually, I've had uh, three shows with paws. Uh The first one was really quite a while ago uh where we just kind of talked general conspiracy bullshit then the second one was with you and Paz, which was a shit show in which Paz bore with us um
0: i was i was very 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 drunk that i
1: was very far gone at that point as well
0: to be fair we both did record three podcasts in a row that was the last one yeah
1: yeah that was absolutely crazy um but that's one of the things. Uh, we'll get to that later. But one of the things I've learned is that I that it's not great to get absolutely wasted on a podcast.
0: Yeah, um, uh, I've found I can do about I can be about a uh, doing stand-up comedy level fucked up to really hit my my zone in a podcast.
1: Ah, uh, and how to like? Does it translate to an uh, extra month beers or?
0: Uh yeah usually and it depends on the beer so I yeah. usually get craft beer mm-hmm. when I'm doing comedy I'm like out because you know they have usually a selection and there's something I want to try right. uh, so usually I will want to be on stage uh, either with a fresh third one or half of my second one
1: ah uh, yeah yeah that seems like a pretty good spot especially with uh, yeah. uh, with craft beer um yeah I'm still, for most of my shows, not entirely sober, Um, partly because I record, like, generally around nine-ish my time after dinner, so I've had, like, a glass or two of wine, and actually, as somewhat of an exception, uh, I have a can of beer here, Um, but especially because recently I've been more serious, which is also a thing we'll get into later, Um, I've been wanting to stay quite sharp uh, on my shows, um, and I think it's, uh, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but like, when you record a podcast, you have to think of your listeners and how much fun is it as a listener to listen to a couple of dudes that are just absolutely wasted.
0: Yeah. I think if you're going to have a wasted guy, you need to have at least one sober person. Yeah. Uh, But, like, if there's three, like, you can't have more drunk than sober. No. So, like, if we did that pause one and you had stayed sober or I had stayed sober, I think that would have been okay. The fact that we were both hammered...
1: (laughs) Yeah, that didn't help. It also didn't help that the dynamic, I think, going into it was a bit weird. Um, Because there was the whole thing with uh, Ziggy and Dr. Moody got kicked. um, Which, in a moment, seemed very funny, but... Well, um, I think that did change the dynamic a bit. And then there was like a bunch of waiting for pause. Um, so, yeah. yeah.
0: And we we're just hanging out drinking at that yeah, time.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, anyway, um, so I, yeah, I have another episode with Paz which isn't published yet. Probably goes live in either two or three weeks. Um, where I talk with him and Dark Tom Woods uh, about vaccines. And what I like about Paz is that he's one, he's easy to talk to. Like, he's just, it's easy, at least for me, to get the right chemistry going with the guy. And he's knowledgeable as fuck.
0: Yeah. If you ask Paz the right question, he can just go for a while. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and it's always good when he does. Like, that's <laughs> oh, yeah. when. I had pause on. I, I, I don't think I I think it took me a while to you know pick it up. I didn't do it. I don't think I started very well yeah. with it. Uh, but you know, after a while, you just kind of get down a, a train where you know you ask a question and then he's just saying all this crazy stuff. Oh yeah. And then you got to pick the next question.
1: Yeah.
0: You have so very many of them. Oh yeah. You know that when you ask this question, the topic is not going to be the same. Next time you have a chance to ask a question. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things with Paz is um, like, you shouldn't be asking Paz questions to get him on his bullshit. Um, You should just be asking Paz good questions, then he will get on his bullshit.
0: Um, Yes. That's true. That's a good (laughs) way to put it.
1: So. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Bird is just great uh, because, well, I mean, especially for these historical subjects, he's like, he's well read and he's smart. Um, So it helps having him on um, because I'm basically a retard. Um, So, yeah, there's that.
0: Um,
1: And well the thing with Bird is like if he's tuned in, he's great. He's funny, he's smart. But uh when we recorded on our flow episode for the Fatcast, he was baked as fuck. And then <laughs> then he's hard to talk to.
0: Yeah, I uh i recorded with Bird a couple of times. Technically three times. Uh but one of them got dark Tom's Tom Woods. Oh dear. Uh, So, so two times Uh, and Nah bird has always been good. I find that uh, I don't do as well with like just bird on an episode because bird is really, really smart in a way that I have no expertise in at all. Right. Yeah. I enjoy birds content and I enjoy everything he does, Mm -hmm. but, uh, think that uh, our expertise lies in a little different sectors most of the time yeah, i think so so like like i i had him on to talk about the rona a while back oh right and uh and yeah he just started talking and he just kept talking and i just let him keep talking because he was talking about stuff that i couldn't even like i was like i don't i can't be part of this i will ruin this conversation <laughs> if i start talking right now yeah. And then, of course, he pulled it around like we pulled it around, and uh, got some good jokes at the end.
1: That's great. Yeah, I um I have that somewhat like every time I was discussing uh, like the Bill of Rights and the uh, Declaration of uh, Rights of Man and Citizen with Bird, Bird just like, "Yeah, this is like you can hear the, the work of Locke and and this guy and that guy in there." And these guys, they were like brutal Marxists. I'm like, holy shit, like, I haven't read any of this. I have no idea what's going on here. But, you know, go off, Bert. Please, go off.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just like, he's saying all this, and you're just like, cool. That's, that's neat. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> this adds, like,
1: at least 10 IQ points to my entire show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, uh, I would say he probably adds 10 IQ points averaged out to all your shows, even the ones that have me on it. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> even though I'm smart as fuck, of course.
1: So smart that you're dropping out of college, huh?
0: Yeah, that's because I got fucked over. Plus, I'm too smart for college, bro.
1: I'm sure that's it. Keep telling yourself that. I'm
0: definitely too smart for college.
1: Keep telling yourself I, feel dumb,
0: I feel dumber when I'm in college.
1: Well, that makes a lot of sense, to be honest.
0: Because I don't have any reason to memorize the signaling pathway within a cell for getting an erection. Like, that doesn't matter to me even a little bit. I'm going to sit there and memorize it just because.
1: Well, I mean, if that's your thing, then... Uh, some,
0: a feminine ahead. southern man told me I had to. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that college is it's, it's memorizing arbitrary bullshit that an effeminate southern man told you to
1: well we don't have very many effeminate southern men here um, but I get your point um, so let's hop on over to the next topic oh man this beer is making me burp um, <laughs> let's see uh, the uh, directions of our shows um, because we've gone in different directions, and I think your direction was always more or less the same. But I think after the break I took around February, um, I uh, I kind of uh, switched directions.
0: Yeah. I've definitely strayed from the path of the direction I wanted on multiple episodes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I definitely... Comedy is my entire direction. My goal is, is, is being a comedy podcast before I'm anything else.
1: Oh, wait, fuck. I uh, forgot one guest among my favorite guests. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm so bad. But it's actually my most recent one. Um, that episode was we'll published before this one. That's um, a guy known as Cuneo. Who's in my discord server and Keybase server um and this guy grew up with uh like in chinatown with uh chinese gangsters and oh jesus oh yeah and this guy has been in that world for a very long time um and he got out um and well he essentially chose my podcast as his first podcast to tell his story on. Um, so not only am i very grateful for that but i think that's that might actually be one of my best episodes um and i don't want to pat myself too much on the back here but i think i actually did a really good interview with him um to get a uh, to get his story essentially out there um and to like have him clarify what he's doing now um And like what that life is like. um, And what his life is like now. So um, I released it early on uh, a Keybase server I'm in, which contains like 10 people, uh, which are like some of the OGs uh, of the people that I've like got to know in the like Liberty community. And they were all very positive about it. So I hope the rest of my audience will be as receptive to it uh, or will be just as receptive to it
0: and that sounds cool as fuck i can't wait to hear it
1: oh yeah well thank you um so Uh, yeah i'm sorry for breaking off our uh next topic there but i really wanted to get on it
0: well we already got through that i'm the funniest podcast there is so
1: well i mean i won't dispute that (laughs) <laughs> um yeah, no, I think uh it's partly just a matter of playing to your strength. Um and while I I like to think that I'm at least somewhat humorous, um running an entire comedy podcast is not my strength. Um plus I feel like uh my my content was getting a bit stale um, because pretty much up until uh the episodes where I got really drunk with you, uh it was just all the same uh like absurd uh basis for boog absurd like conspiracy theories about who is who in the Liberty community. It's fun.
0: Yeah. But it was it was fun like a fun inside joke kind of show yeah
1: yeah um but like after 10 episodes you know the joke um and it's old
0: yeah gotta keep that shit fresh bro
1: exactly which is what i'm doing now um so i've got several episodes in the bank um
0: so no I have a random question yeah. for you. Do you have an idea for an episode that you haven't recorded yet that you're really fucking excited to run?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, well, several, Spoiler actually. Uh,
1: so I have an appointment with uh, Q from Unchecked Liberty. Um, and we're going to do like a mini series, I guess, similar to what I did with Bird. Um, but then just like on all of the amendments of the Bill of Rights so oh nice yeah starting at number 11. uh and we're just gonna kind of get into the history of them um what their function is and and uh well i'm mainly gonna have to ask you about that of course because i'm not american so i wouldn't know but like what our opinion of the these amendments are like do we think they're good do we think they're bad i mean of course we're anarchists all government is bad but still like some amendments can be worse than others.
0: Yeah, I don't know what most of the ones after ten are. Okay, um, I, I, I yeah. know a few. I don't remember their numbers. Like prohibition and then repealing prohibition were two of them. Yeah, uh, that will be an you, Are you familiar with prohibition? Are you familiar with the American prohibition much? Somewhat. Uh, I mean, that is a, that's a cool topic, bro. I uh, yeah yeah. That's really cool.
1: Maybe I should do a show on that at some point. Um, But then there's a fuck ton of bonus episodes that I'm going to be doing with Bird um, on the Dutch tulip bubble, Napoleon, um, uh, God damn it, what's the guy's name? One of the farming fathers, not Thomas Jefferson, Sam, Samuel, Sam Adams. Um, Because that guy got up to some shit as well. Um, so the, yeah. oh, and maybe even the entire Seven Years' War, which is a oh, fucking shit. shit show. Like, I
0: don't know a lot about it.
1: All right. Well, yeah. Basically, how I got interested in the Seven Years' War is in my um, podcasting or in my episodes with Bird. Both the French and American revolutions could be considered uh, an almost direct result. Of the um, Seven Years' War, especially the French, because the French crown just goes entirely broke from losing that war. Uh, and which, of course, has as a result that the people of Paris starve even more. Um, so there's a lot of consequences to that. And it's basically like it's so huge. So the Seven Years' War is fought in Europe but it's also fought in the Americas and like in the Americas, it's pretty much just a completely separate war. Like these people are still officially fighting for, for Britain and for France, but um, it's like, they're not British and French people. Like they're basically uh, proto-Americans and proto-Canadians fighting with each other. It's crazy. Jesus. Yeah. Um, shit it's like work, work, oh, you work. know what my
0: answer was gonna be you know what my answer was gonna yep. be for an exciting future episode
1: mm-hmm.
0: you' you're you're like going off on like seven years war right
1: yeah
0: I was just gonna record an episode with a guy who knows a lot about high end bong trading <laughs> what <laughs> yeah dude so so there's like you know glass artists who are like famous and like really like making these incredible things right and there's like a whole collection of people like all over the uh i I mean there's probably people in some parts of the world but for for my understanding at least this guy only runs in the american circles but yeah people will ship these like you know thousand plus dollar uh bongs and stuff around and you know make money trading them and stuff it's crazy Holy shit. it's like a whole gray market that's why i want to cover it because it's a gray market
1: yeah that's fascinating um oh and one more episode i'm also very excited to record will be uh, a solo episode on flow um i mean i've been on the fatcast <laughs> to talk about it but i'm just gonna basically cover my thesis which should be done in about three weeks now um and when it's entirely done i i think i'm just going to run through it entirely um which is how to say i think it's especially for my so very experimental um because i think the topic of flow itself is quite interesting but i don't know how interesting the entire thesis that i've wrote about it will be um, but I'm really excited about it anyway, so I'm going to see if, uh, can, uh, if, if people will your listen thesis,
0: to it. your thesis written like a scientific paper, like that format?
1: Yeah.
0: I'd say probably just, uh, like, you know, stretch out your abstract. Like, just go through your abstract would probably be the best way to do it.
1: Yeah, maybe. But another uh, report for them, but... Well, before I get on a fucking rant again, uh, let's get into another um, uh, topic, being listener interaction. Have you been doing uh, much, if any, listener interaction? Like, I don't know, requests to your audience or, or like, uh, I don't know.
0: Uh Started putting out, like, I'll read emails, but I haven't gotten any emails. Uh, partly because I've forgotten to mention it, like, within episodes, but I've been putting it on my, uh, my episode descriptions. But I don't know if anybody fucking goes down to that. So I gotta start, like, I gotta be better about, you know, putting it out if I'm gonna do it.
1: Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I've done, uh, especially with Bird, I've done a little bit. I've been asking my audience to like hit me up about things they want as bonus episodes um, or things they want to hear more about. Um, But I haven't heard fuck all so far. I mean, I've heard positive reactions on the episodes in general, um, but none uh, were like, hey, you should do a, an episode about this or that. So.
0: Uh, yeah, and I've I've been open to that since the beginning. It, like if somebody has like a cult mm-hmm. or like a, a cryptid or something like that, I've done one cryptid episode, but I'd be down to do more.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but you haven't had anyone
0: By specifically the way, request so,
1: anything.
0: Let me just say, let me just say, Fuck you, last podcast on the left. I covered Jeff the Talking Mongoose first. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) If you want to hear my version, which is definitely worse because it's a solo of just me, but it's still pretty good, is uh, episode 14.
1: I don't know why anyone would listen to just you.
0: Uh, It's because I'm really great.
1: Sure. We call this Napoleon syndrome.
0: And not everybody is six foot nine, you lanky fuck.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, I know it hurts your
1: feelings uh, as someone who's like five foot. Um, that there's like tall people in the world, but, you know, that's why Napoleon How invaded Russia.
0: How tall do you think I am?
1: I uh, guess. Like four and a half?
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's not. That's so far from being even close.
1: I mean, you do have to. Would the be high pitched little person voice. So
0: it would be shot if you were in the wrong place and guessed that poorly. That <laughs> was, dude. Like, <laughs> like, if you were on The prices, Right, they it would boo you off the sh- off the stage.
1: Well, I'm not on the price of so her, right, now, I? I'm on my own
0: show, so I can give you as much am, as I want. <laughs> I am the perfect average height of 5'9", as uh, God intended, so thank you very much.
1: What, what the fuck does it even translate to in real measurements?
0: Oh, you're... Uh, oh, here's why it translates better. It is uh, 169 centimeters. <laughs> Your first size of a woman, Trent. The only reason I remember that is because uh, I read it, and I'm like, I'm never gonna forget that 6'9 <laughs> is 160 <laughs> centimeters. Yeah, fair enough. We'll uh, <laughs> never forget that.
1: <laughs> that makes perfect sense. <laughs>
0: um, and that's the only reason I could tell you. Ah,
1: Jesus. Um. Let's see. Ah, oh, yeah. I skipped over one uh, possible topic. Um, our best and worst episodes. What would you say is your best and what would you say is your worst episode?
0: Are you saying content-wise? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, my worst one, I'm honestly thinking of removing because I don't want to listen back and I didn't... Uh, listen to it when i uploaded it i was basically just drunk and mad and i had a lot of jokes running in my head and i wanted to try to put it out in a short solo episode uh i i recorded it and uploaded it during the same drunken session Ooh,
1: that's not good
0: so uh yeah i'm not even going to say what the one that is but if you've heard it you know which one it is <laughs> i'm sure
1: i have a suspicion. <laughs> um yeah i uh my my most drunk episode, I mean I've I think even on this episode I've talked about it several times. Uh but the one with you uh Ziggy Dark Talmud is the one. And the other uh is the one with you and Pause because I was just shit faced. Um and it was just I mean it it's uh, how do you say this? It's it's kind of um turned into a low effort shit post. Um a very yeah. long Low effort shit post. Um, so, yeah, I'm just not very proud of the content I put out there. Um, and like with any of the previous episodes, I don't think they're my best work, but I don't have much of an issue with how I did things there because that was also the intent of the podcast. Um, but yeah, just getting fucking shit faced. Uh, and doing not, those two episodes, it just was not was good content. Um, so there's that. Then my best episode, um,
0: man. Yo, I, I have an idea for best episode. I'm gonna modify your question. Fuck it, yeah. Okay, and, and uh, I'm also gonna put a limit on it because I know what the fuck you'll do if I don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, pick three episodes that you think has, uh, like, an unworthy listener count. Something that you think more people oh, should hear than have listened. There is a so Give good, me three. Good one. I have mine ready, so I'll just say mine. Yeah. So, uh, I definitely think that uh, more people should listen to the, the joke, just because I, I want some feedback on that and if I should do more of those. Uh, I would also like uh people to listen to the episode that i did with aaron episode 19 uh the girthy yeah. Earthy episode uh that one's really fun uh if you don't know who aaron is he's uh he's a uh, go fuck yourself llc
1: ah yeah right
0: yeah he's he was a really fun guest and uh I don't know. That was, a, I think, that was a really funny one where we kind of jumped around on some conspiracy topics, but kept it jokes. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I. Uh, uh, and then. Yeah. Go
0: ahead. Uh, my third one uh, is episode twenty-two, which I just called "Wine," because uh, I recorded with uh, Jacob Lindsay of Tasting Anarchy. Yeah, I. Uh, uh,
1: I should listen to that one again.
0: Yeah, and so since I'm like uh, an alcohol expert in training, <laughs> like an apprentice alcohol expert, like like in five years I'm gonna know more about alcohol than anybody else in this community probably. But uh, for now, uh, he, he is one of the people. Uh, really, both of them, but Mason wasn't able to make it on the show. Uh, both of the Tasting Anarchy guys definitely uh, outclass me in wine by a lot. So he came on. And uh, basically, I uh, kept it, made sure to help keep it light, but also uh, kind of picked his brain about uh, some wine stuff. And I thought it was really interesting. We talked about like food pairing, stuff like that.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think more people should listen to that one. Yeah. All right. So, what do you got? Three so, of them.
1: Yeah, three of them. Uh, the first one is my second ever episode um, with the uh, at that time technocrat uh Pesh, because i think um well i mean i'm not a fan of the tech- technocracy ideology but i think i did a pretty decent job of interviewing him uh and seeing like what the fuck this ideology was about um and i think i asked some pretty decent critical questions there as well um then the other one is my th- third real episode so I mean I have a shitpost in between there with crowdfunded government actually you know what I'm gonna mention that as my second episode that people should listen to more Um, it's uh, no real libertarian two and a half with uh, crowdfunded government and it's just a shitpost but it's good shitpost Um, like uh, it came from was arguing with some guy on Twitter, of course. And he was like, he had some weird ideology. And he was like, yeah, man, I wrote a book about this. And I'm not going to entertain you with answering questions or making arguments. You should just read the book. Like, read the entire fucking book. So uh, I invited parts of the government on. I was like, hey, man, can you tell me a bit more uh, about, like, what your idea of crowdfunded government entails. And like, nah, way really too complicated. Just like, uh, check my website, read my book, and um, that's it. And then we did plugs, and that was it. I, to this day, I'm convinced it was a masterful shit post.
0: Uh, man, I, uh, that guy reached out to me about coming on the show. Really? And I was super busy when he reached out to me. And I like, like, I'm like, I think I had like an exam in two days that I hadn't oh, studied okay. for because I had been studying for my next exam, which was the day after that, uh, and held more weight. So, like, I was like, I can't deal with this now. And I, uh, I was gonna hit him back up, but I totally forgot to. Oh, sure. So yeah, I gotta, I gotta deal with that guy.
1: Well, just send him a text, like, you know, my podcast isn't good for this, but talk to Uh So. The last episode I think people, more people should listen to, uh, and I'm going to cheat here anyway, because fuck you, um, are the second and third episodes of my revolution series with Bird. um, wow. because You're fucking slut. Oh yeah. I'm so hot. Um, ah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that entire series is great. Um, and the first episode is doing great numbers, but the second two, I mean, very much better compared to what I had before, but still, uh, they should be better than they are now.
0: Um, yeah. Cause those really are, I'll attest. Those are really good episodes.
1: Thank you. All right. So the last, uh, last topic I have before we get into, uh, questions I received from discord. Um, is how to distinguish oneself in, um, in, in this podcasting space. Because I think, and you can probably attest to this as well, especially the uh, like right libertarian space is just oversaturated with podcasts. Like every second asshole has a podcast.
0: Yeah, I agree. But... I don't know. I think I am kind of trying to do that by my branding is a straight comedy show because there's a lot of podcasts, but they all tie liberty into it in some way, Uh, and I have no desire to, you know, inherently tie liberty into my podcast. It's it's it is a comedy podcast, but I am uh, an AnCap. So that will bleed into the comedy style and the you know the way that I do it and the people that I talk to a lot. I'm not branding it that way. You know, I'm trying to be kind of approachable for anybody that wants to listen. Because at the end of the day, I'm trying to tell jokes for a living at some point in the future. So uh, I guess I'm using this as kind of a practice and a and a side way to do it.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um- I've had a bit of a harder time um figuring out what exactly my stick is going to be going forward. Um I know that I really enjoyed the episode I did with Bird, um to just like tell it again because I have only said it like ten times this episode. Um but they were just so much fun to do. Um I think the interview I have coming up with um The guy Conejo will be really cool. And then here's the problem. Uh, Although I think the other two episodes I currently have in the bank with uh, Alex Utopium about agorism and with Paz and Dr. Moose about vaccines. I mean, they're good episodes. I think they're legitimately good content. But they don't distinguish themselves that much um, in the general podcasting space. Because the same way every second asshole who has podcast uh, talks about liberty shit. There's quite a few people that have talked to Alex Utopian about agorism
0: as well. Um, Yeah. So I should reach out to that guy about brewing. Oh, yes. That would
1: be uh, an interesting convo. Um, So, yeah, to tell you the truth, I don't quite know what my my central theme is going to be um, but for now i do know that i like this somewhat more serious uh slant to it and then releasing lighter episodes like the one i did with dark mood and like this one as bonus episodes um
0: because Here's, you seem to be going down more of like a uh like uh learning thing almost you know like yes. you're kind of trying to teach people a little bit of history or you know a little bit about some topic it sounds like your next one is going to be teaching people about uh another perspective yeah uh, which i think is always interesting
1: yeah that might be a good way to put it especially considering what i'm now going to do with q and the many many bonus episodes i still have to do with bird um, yeah, I guess it's certainly going to be more informational. Um,
0: By the way, are you allowed to call them bonus episodes if all of them are bonus? <laughs> well, I feel like it's some bullshit, man.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like it's bullshit because uh, I still have to put out a weekly episode on Thursday then. So... Really, I'm just making more work for myself. Like, if I just released a full episode, I could just, like, go on a recording binge with Bird and have, like, six episodes for, like, the next six weeks. But now I have, to like, say, every week on, like, Saturday a bonus episode with Bird or with Q. But then I also have a full episode on Thursday.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're going to have, like, three a week or something is your plan?
1: Uh, I don't really have much of a plan with that because I haven't planned anything with Bird yet. Um, I have plans with Q. uh, So I think once I get going with those, I'll be doing two a week. Um, So one full one and one bonus on the amendment with him. And then I think... um, I'm either going to do the amendment ones like biweekly, and then also biweekly bonus content with Bird, um, but I don't want to start doing three a week again, mainly because I just burn through content too quick.
0: Yeah, I I would have trouble keeping that straight. That's too much, buddy. You keep up with that shit. That. <laughs> <laughs> Too much, bro. <laughs> just, just call them all episodes and release them twice a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it works for me because um, that's another thing. Uh, and I won't go into this too much because it, it's probably quite boring. But I've uh, put together an entire uh, Excel sheet of like all of my episodes, all of my open ideas, uh, all of my guests and how often I've recorded with them and like wha- how I how I consider them um, and all kinds of shit that I still want to get or want to do, uh, what the cost for that would be and then what I would need to justify that cost. So for example, um, I've got on my wish list uh, an AT2020 mic, so an Audio Technica AT2020 and are about a hundred euro. Well, I'm not gonna shell out a hundred euro for a mic just yet, but if I start getting some Patreons, um, that might become interesting. Or if I like start hitting, I don't know, a hundred downloads on episodes on a recent, like on a regular basis. So like I keep track of all that shit in an Excel sheet, which helps me keep track of it in my mind. Um which helps help helps keep it all logical.
0: Nerd! <laughs> I, what the fuck? I just have a series of folders and I have uh so a couple subcategories, you know, for the there I have like three, four subcategories, and in each one of those folders I have another folder that says released. So I just put all the files for that episode. In a folder under the category it fits, and then once I'm done with it and I release it, I just pull it to that other folder and I don't look at it again. And it's (laughs) really fucking easy, and it does not involve a goddamn spreadsheet.
1: I got a on a hard drive. I have a a one folder of podcasts, which is just like uh, prep and things I'm uh, like working on, editing, etc. And then I have Podcast backups, which are just, like, divided into folders of 15 episodes, 1 through 15, 15 through 30. Well, I still have to fill that one. And then, uh, well, I just happen to have one, like, entire revolution folder in which all my episodes with birds are. are. Um, But, yeah, uh, I like the spreadsheet. It helps me keep track of things. Keeps me busy. (laughs)
0: And fuck that.
1: <laughs> Alright. Well um maybe, but I'm pretty much through all of my topics and questions. Do you have anything in particular you still want to touch on before we get into the Discord questions?
0: Uh yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh before you get into the Discord question, just say uh fuck Derek. <laughs> So, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there.
1: All right. <laughs> uh. <coughs> <laughs> 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 Fuck, you got a good tip.
0: <laughs> yeah, because because I'm also in the chat where the questions are asked.
1: Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> not exactly what questions are coming up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and I'm not an expert uh, I don't know I have some opinions about one of them but one of them I have not even <laughs> alright
1: alright so <laughs> the discord questions that we have are two questions from Derek the Derek from the uh, Burning Boots podcast um, and he asks one how do we win the culture war and B how do we make racism funny again
0: Uh so here's how we win the culture war. Okay. An <laughs> expert on this. Yes, right.
1: <laughs>
0: so so to win the culture war, uh we need camps, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. I think you can put it together. Es- especially of all the people in the Liburg. Liberty community, you can put it together pretty easy, I think, where I'm going. Uh, so we'll leave it at that.
1: <laughs> we need cams, and I can put it together. Alright, sounds good to me. Um, yeah. I have no further
0: questions. All right, put it. Wait, you'll put it together on a spreadsheet? No, I... So that was a, obviously a joke answer uh, for any of you pieces of shit that like to... Uh, I don't know. Listen to somebody who has explicitly called themselves a comedian repeatedly and then get mad. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. That was obviously a joke. So, uh, no, I, I feel honestly feel more equipped to answer the other question.
1: All right. Well, go right uh, ahead.
0: Which is, uh, how do we make racism funny again? And I would argue uh, that it was always funny and it always will be funny. Uh, Objectively. Now, that's not to say all racist humor is funny. I just am a strong believer that there's no single topic that exists ever or could exist that can't be funny. Uh, But it's on you to make it funny, you know? Like laughter is an involuntary reaction to something. Uh, And if you're doing jokes, the goal is to get that reaction now. People are going to be a little more guarded about some topics, you know, like racism or abortions or things like that. So you're going to have to work a little harder to get that involuntary reaction out of them. So, no, racism has always been funny. You just got to work harder than you used to, maybe.
1: Yeah, that makes, uh, that makes sense to me. Um, to be honest, I agree with you entirely there. Um, I do think that everything is or everything can be funny. Um, And as such, um, uh, it's just up to you, like, if the joke is funny or not. Like, you have to make a funny joke. um, And if it happens to be racist, then it's a funny racist joke. Um, Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: So... Um, let me, let me give you an example that also has some context. If your listeners want to hear a sound bite f- to prove that this story happened, uh, I did a joke on stage one time it was, uh, it was a Tinder joke and, uh, I don't know. I never was able to make it work. I tried it several times. I have since dropped the joke, okay. but one day I did it, it got a couple giggles and the giggles Calm down, and then immediately this white chick in the front row yells out, "Um, that's harassment." <laughs> 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 to prove it, if uh, you listen to the recent episodes of my show, you will hear that girl's voice that as recorded
1: so on my question,
0: phone during the set.
1: That's hilarious! Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, that's, it was. That's always- where that soundbite came. Um, it was always funny to me that you had like the interim music like that and like, that's harassment, but that it's from an actual show you did is even better.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear the premise of the joke? Yes, I, I do. So here's the thing: is this is a tricky premise, and I just wasn't good enough at the time to write a punchline strong enough. You well, know, I mean, you're you always still horribly you always didn't a little so hard. So the premise is just uh, that women who go on Tinder uh, and put surprise me, the little caption thing, like I don't think they're allowed to get mad when they get dick pics. Because you gave a very vague instruction to a man and there's only one thing that he is sure is going to surprise you. (laughs) I think it's good, <laughs> but I could never make it work.
1: That sounds good to me. Never works. <laughs> Check out. <laughs> but, I
0: don't know. I like it. <laughs> I'm a fan.
1: All right. Well, um, that uh, pretty much concludes our episode. Um, thank you for coming on, Horribly Unfunny Man. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, do you have any plugs? Uh, yeah, listen to my show. All the episodes we talked about. Uh, Trent Must Talk podcast. Uh, I use Anchor, so I'm on Spotify and all the other stuff that they put you on. Uh, I use Spotify, so I don't care. Uh, yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. I think it's it's on Apple and all that. So you'll it's around. You'll find it. It's real good. I got some really sick hand-drawn art. I uh, had a guy who's a professional bassist do my music, so I'm pretty much uh, killing the game. And get it You need to get into it.
1: Oh, yes, man. Although, I mean, technically your intro music isn't as good as mine. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, we talked about this. Yeah,
0: your intro music is a cut from something else. My intro music was made for my show.
1: Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, Actually, uh, I think we talked off-air about this at some point, but you have no idea what the fuck my intro music is about, do you?
0: No, you told me it's like German or some other horrible language.
1: No, nah, man, it's Italian. It's pretty cool. It's uh, like an Italian resistance song. Um, oh, it's
0: about spaghetti.
1: No, no, no. Also, fuck you. Uh, you're racist. See, I make racism. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's a really cool song. So it goes uh, like "Bye, ciao, ciao, bala ciao, which is like "Bye, beautiful" or, or "Goodbye, beautiful." Um, and basically, it tells the story of um, uh, a guy like fighting in the resistance and dying for it. And the song is like kind of written to um, uh, a so-called partisan because it was actually a resistance song in uh, world war two Italy. So, uh, it was like one morning I woke up and I found the invader. Um, so one morning I woke up, uh, partisan carry my life away. Uh, and then it goes on about how he fights the and resistance and dies and on the grave that grows a beautiful flower. It's actually a really cool
0: song. Yeah, but do you got tasty bass riffs? Do you have sexy Italian men singing? Oh, stop using oxymorons. (laughs) Those people, they all have pizza sauce on them at all times.
1: (laughs) What are you talking about? No, no, that's just because you're confused with uh, like Americans that call themselves Italian. So they grease their hair back and they smell of like bad pizza. Um, but these people are. No, not dude, that, that
0: pizza is dank as fuck. Shut up.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, um, so in conclusion, um, listen to uh, all of the uh, Fred podcasts because um, both Trent and I, Trent, thanks to me, um, are part of the Fred house. Um, so. You must um, listen to the following. Uh, Insurrection Inc. Voluntary Contrarian. Laura and Hardy Across the Pond. That's me and Quincy. Uncheckled Liberty. Uh, some shitty podcast that no one talks about. No Real Libertarian. That's me. Erase the State. The Dose. Chambly Planet. The Gaslight Hour. Anarchy Proper. Dissecting Liberty. Punk Libertarians. And
0: Burning Boots. Uh, Trent Must Talk is on there as well.
1: Yeah, fuck you.